Hey, it's Chris. Coming up this week on the Pickleball Show, I think that you should be allowed to have a regular size paddle in your dominant hand and then one of those little mini paddles in your non-dominant hand. <laughs> and then maybe have a couple of mini paddles taped to each of your shoes to where if somebody hits something really low, you could sort of hacky sack it and pop it up. Yeah, could we attach like a, an armored vest to our uh, chest that's made of plastic <laughs> so we can just start chest bumping stuff? There too. we go. That's coming up next. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news, and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free. Hi, it's CJ. And here's the guy Selkirk pays not to use their paddles, Chris Allen. Live from Asheville, North Carolina, home of the $100,000 World Series of Pickleball, this is the Pickleball Show. I am your host, Chris Allen. Thank you for joining me this week. We will be talking with Ben Johns, one of the breakout pros from this year's U.S. Open men's singles champion. Also, Melissa McCurley will be joining us from PickleballTournaments.com. First, I have a couple of exciting announcements regarding the World Series of Pickleball. We are working hard to make it the most enjoyable, most competitive pickleball tournament you have ever been to. And it is really shaping up nicely. I've gotten some awesome feedback from listeners, uh, from top pros. We've tweaked things, we've polished things, and we have made this an incredible tournament. Check out the new format. It's three days, and each day is unique. First day, Wild West Day. You're playing with and against anybody in your division. The second day, that is when you team up with your registered partner. You go in as a team, and that is when you officially start competing for the largest largest cash prize in pickleball history, $100,000 divided into four divisions, men, women, under 50, over 50. That's it. Each division splits $25,000. Yeah, you heard correctly. Each division splits $25,000. Whether you're a man, a woman, under 50, over 50, doesn't matter. You're just as important, just as equal, and get just as big of a payout as anybody else. Because at the World Series of Pickleball, that's the way we roll. Now, like I said, day two and day three, that is when you compete as a team for that prize money. Day one is actually about raising money for charity. We're going to help a worthy cause and we're going to have a great time doing it. You can go to our website, WSOPB.com. That stands for World Series of Pickleball.com and read all about the new format in depth. But again, it is a team format going forward on days two and three. Day one is a fun day where you team up with anybody, face off against anybody and make your pickleball dreams come true. You always wonder what it's like to team up with or face off against a national champion, other top players. Well, now is your chance to finally find out. 
I've been so fortunate doing Pickleball Summit in Charlotte, Indianapolis, here in Asheville with these great national champions. And uh, it's 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 really an incredible experience. And that's what I guess where the whole idea for World Series of Pickleball came from. It's like I want to I want other people to know what it's like to, to partner up with these people and to face off against them, because it really does raise the level of your game, not just while you're playing with them, but even afterwards. You take that experience home with you and you know how the best of the best play, how they think, what their attitude is like, and you carry that with you for the rest of your pickleball days. I was so fortunate with uh, doing Pickleball Summit. A lot of times, uh, we, you know, the day before or that night, you know, we're playing games together, warming up, getting, you know, getting them used to the venue. And uh, it's just, it, it, it's a world of difference. You watch little YouTube videos and they're three inches tall. Hall, and yeah, you know, Matthew Blom's serve looks really fast on YouTube. But, you know, the first time I saw Matthew Blom's serve live, it was coming straight at me. And it's way faster than it even looks on video. Gigi Lamaster, queen of the dink, awesome player. First time I ever saw Gigi Lamaster play live, I was her partner. And she was spectacular, just the best partner ever. And I still draw from that things you know, with with her attitude and her energy and her spirit. It, it just it stays with you. That was, I guess, the kernel of what sprouted into the World Series of Pickleball, because that's the experience that I want to make sure you have. All right. I'm so excited and passionate about this stuff. I keep getting off on a tangent, but I got to get to the big announcement here. There are so many great companies out there making great pickleball products. For a while now, whenever I walk out on the court, I am carrying an Engage pickleball paddle. Something about those paddles, it, they just speak to me. There's something about the feel, the weight, the, the balance, the control. It just, it just suits me well. Now, I'm the first to admit when I walk out onto a pickleball court, I am an absolute nobody. It shouldn't matter a hill of beans to you what paddle I'm using, but consider this. At the 2017 U.S. Open, there were 48 medals given out in the pro division. The entire pro division, 48 medals total. Of those 48... 21 of them were won using an engaged paddle. That's almost half the medals won using an engaged paddle. Nine of them were won using the new Elite Pro that's just coming out. So yeah, it doesn't matter what paddle I use, but the pros are using it and they are winning with Engage. And obviously they're doing a lot of things right that can definitely help your game. They certainly have helped mine. So there you have it. I've been a fan of Engage paddles for a long time now. Definitely a fan of the Engage founders, Robert and Jody Elliott. They, along with their kids, Joshua and Rachel, are really the first family of pickleball. And we are very fortunate to have them in our sport and I am particularly fortunate and proud to announce that the 2017 $100,000 World Series of Pickleball will now be known as the Engage $100,000 World Series of Pickleball. This tournament is teaming up with this great company and these great people, and we are committed to creating the best pickleball experience you can possibly have. 
So once again, very proud to announce the Engage $100,000 World Series of Pickleball will be coming to Asheville, North Carolina, September 29th, 30th, October 1st. You are able to register right now at pickleballtournaments.com. Your buy-in is $500. That gets you the ultimate playing experience you're partnering up with. You're facing off against everyone else in your division. You're going in as a team in days two and three to compete for the largest cash prize in pickleball history, four times the next largest prize of any major pickleball tournament. Now, I've had a lot of people write in and say, yes, I am totally going to play in this, but I want my spouse, my family member, friend, even an assistant, I want them to be able to come. They're not going to play, but uh, can they come too? Yes, because now when you register for the Engage $100,000 World Series of Pickleball, you get a non-player admission ticket For a friend, family member, and assistant, you get that absolutely free. That is included with your registration as a player. The buy-in, once again, $500, but in the month of June, and June only, you get a $75 early bird discount. We're going to take that $500 buy-in. We're going to go ahead and kick in the first $75 for you, and then you complete the rest. Come to Asheville, North Carolina, September 29th, 30th, October 1st for the Engage $100,000 World Series of Pickleball. Go to pickleballtournaments.com right now and click that register button. We've linked to it in the show notes, and we look forward to seeing you here. All right, now hopefully she found a place that is both safe and has really good cell phone coverage because she is on the road as usual. The hardest working person in pickleball from pickleballtournaments.com. It's my friend and co-host, Melissa McCurley. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Chris, how are you? Doing great. Where do you know exactly where you are or kind of sort of where you are right now? You know, I'm in a place called Fillmore, Utah, so it's about 200 miles south of Brigham City, Utah, where I was at this past weekend for a great Memorial Day event and professional pickleball event uh, that was uh, directed by Kyle Klein and Trudy Klein, who always do an outstanding job. So I'm heading another 160 miles south to St. George, Utah this evening, and then on and back to Surprise tomorrow. How was the tournament in Brigham City over the weekend? It was just fantastic. It was an amateur and skill type event that was playing in addition to a professional pickleball federation event that brought in, you know, a lot of the top players. Simone was there. Kyle was there. Corinne was there. Tyson. I mean, Morgan. And I'm probably forgetting many because there were a lot of names there that participated. Um, Curtis Campbell was another hard friend Dave Weinbach and the competition level was so high it was just great wow yeah but it couldn't help but be great with uh, all those names involved and speaking of great I have been meaning to tell you what a great job you did on CBS Sports Network on the live feeds for the US Open the 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 facts that you brought the humor and uh, the observations it was really really good stuff and you did a great job as you always do so kudos to you well, thank you. It uh, adds some variety to what I get to do, and it's something that I enjoy very much. And as you know, Chris, I feel extremely privileged to be a part of this game in the pickleball family and uh, contributing in any way that I can. Yeah, so many great people out there. And I remember uh, last year at Pickleball Summit in Indianapolis had all these pros there, Rob and Jody Elliott, uh, Gigi Lamaster, uh, Mark Renison, Matthew Blom, Brian Staub was there, and uh, Brian 
and I were sitting there, you know, Brian was enjoying uh, an ice cold Bud Light Lime, which I know, Melissa, is one of your favorite uh, beverages. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? No. yeah, that's the one he puts his umbrella in. That, yeah, he's just about got his man card pulled, right? The last time we talked about this. Yeah, but he, uh, he said, you know what? He said, there's a name that you're going to be hearing uh, real soon now. And th- this kid is just coming on strong. And he's going to be probably in a couple of years, he's going to be the best player in the game, at least in singles and probably singles and doubles. He said, watch out for this kid. He's in high school, but uh, he is just amazing. He said, listen out for the name Ben Johns. And uh, this past U.S. Open, there he is. He's popping up. And uh, every time his name would pop up on the uh, on the podium or on the leaderboard, I would think of Brian and, uh, and his prediction because it's certainly coming true. And we have this young man on the show today joining us from up in Maryland. It is men's pro singles gold medal winner at the u.s open ben johns hey ben welcome to the pickleball show hey chris thanks for having me it is an exciting time in pickleball like melissa said and one of the many reasons it is is you have new young talent coming in just like you tell us a little bit about your uh, i guess sports history and how you uh, found pickleball uh so yeah i was um a baseball t- player and a tennis player growing up for the most part. Baseball went on for about 10 years, and uh, tennis, I stopped playing competitively at uh, like 11. Mm-hmm. But uh, my brother, uh, he plays professionally, so I mean, just hitting with him whenever he was around obviously uh, kept my game at a, a good level. Just found pickleball going to the tennis courts one day, and they, they built courts right by right by the tennis court. So uh, I just really wanted to try uh, another, another racket sport because they're pretty addicting generally. Yeah, uh, it really is. I love the the mental and the physical aspect of it. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a perfect balance for a game. It really is. Now, how old are you? I just turned 18 in March. Okay, and you just graduated from high school? Yeah. All right, congratulations. You headed off to college? Yeah, I'll be going to the uh, University of Maryland in the fall. Nice. And what will you be, uh, what's your major? Business analytics. And a degree in that will come in handy being a world champion pickleball player. <laughs> we, we can hope I can uh, achieve that too. Uh, I'll try to multitask. But, that can um, be your minor. Uh, minor in uh, world champion pickleball exactly that's my plan right there (laughs) and do they have pickleball at the university of maryland they don't i was thinking uh since the northeast is pretty sparse in pickleball like uh just even notable players you have like frank davis from philly and uh maybe a a few other guys but it's really not a very uh it's not a hotbed for pickleball at all so i was thinking uh, i'd try to introduce it to maybe a few clubs and definitely at the college as a as an intramural sport and uh maybe get some club tennis players into it and see where it goes from there yeah see where it leads that would be awesome and uh, you'd certainly be an incredible ambassador for the game and a great person to to grow the sport in that area now how did it work you've kind of split your time between maryland and florida yeah so um my whole family was um well are still uh homeschooled through uh high school so my parents split the year about seven months in maryland and five months in florida every year Mm -hmm. so yeah I, i get to be down in florida and play pickleball there for four or five months and uh then plus some traveling for tournaments so you think that probably helped you hone your skills a lot faster than if you had just been in maryland for the the full year maybe you wouldn't have risen uh so high so quickly without going to florida i I never would have uh discovered pickleball at all and then after um practicing in florida obviously you have good players down there like uh simone and kyle 
uh, if I was up in Maryland for that time, there's there's no way I'd be anywhere near the level I'm at just because of uh, just the mentors, the high level of play, and uh, the accessibility, really. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're in Florida, you get to see a lot of other people playing pickleball, and people like me, if you probably, if you're watching, you're thinking, boy, that guy needs to do this or stop doing that. What are some of the common things that you see over and over again when you watch people play that uh, if they were to ask you, you'd say, here's something you need to work on or you need to change to raise the level of your game? Yeah, um, I'd say, you know, it's obviously hard to be technical uh, just uh, without like a a lesson or something like that. But just general tips, I'd say what I see more than anything with uh, lower level players and even some higher level ones, too, is that when they're practicing with uh, players where they're not the best player on the court or, you know, like third or fourth on the court, Mm -hmm. they'll try to hit it to the weaker player on the other side just so that they can compete and practice. Whereas if you're, if you're smart about practicing, you should hit to the stronger player and get the best practice you possibly can. It's a lot about practicing smart. Like it's, you're not out there. I understand you're out there to have fun and uh, play your best, but if you really want to get better, you got to you got to hit to the better players. You got to experiment with stuff. And I just see uh, a lot of lower level players that, that don't really do that. And they're just out to win pretty much every time, even in practice. So it's, it's um, getting better is a lot about practicing smart. Yeah, that's great advice. I remember when I first started playing and uh, my partner would walk over to me and say, you know, whatever you do, don't hit to gym. You know, <laughs> but it's like, because yeah, Jim exactly. was the best player there, but it's like, no way, because if I don't hit the gym, I'm not going to get any better, number one. And number two, Jim's going to not get any balls and he's going to go, well, I'm going to find some other place to play. Exactly. Yeah, you got to keep those good players interested. Now, in watching you play singles, you're uh, naturally right-handed, but if somebody hits to your backhand, in singles at least, you will switch hands, you'll you'll put your paddle in your left hand, and you'll hit a left-handed forehand too. Um, is that something you've always done when you played baseball? Did, were you a switch hitter? Yeah, so it's kind of, um, I would do that in tennis, because uh, I had a little bit of lefty in me, which helped, and uh, I just, when I first started tennis, I really wanted to experiment. But in pickleball, when I first started, I played with a backhand, just just regular. Um, I started playing with two forehands about six months after I started playing. So that would have been uh, a couple months before 2016 Nationals. And I just figured it would be more effective for singles, mostly because on the backhand for a passing shot, you, you have to hit with a closed stance. Whereas with a forehand, you can hit with an open stance. And when that ball gets behind you, that's what really enables you to pass the uh, opposing player down the line or cross court. So uh, I just figured it would be more effective and it would be worth my time if I uh, practiced the left hand enough to um, play that over a backhand. Is it just in singles or singles and doubles? It's only in singles because um, I think the reaction time in, in doubles is much different. So I don't really want to be volleying with two forehands. It's very difficult to switch hands right in the middle of a fast volley. Mm-hmm. So the left hand is mainly for uh, ground strokes, which is what you see a lot more ground strokes in singles than you do in doubles. Because in doubles, you're just looking at pretty much third ball drops, basically. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, that's why I only use it for singles. What about, have you watched Enrique Ruiz play? Because he's the guy I guess most people think of when they think about switching hands, and that's in doubles. Oh, yeah. He is the uh, original player. He's uh, a veteran of the game. You know, he's, he's very well known. El Condor. He's he probably the first one. 
Here's a, a rule change that I think uh, should be proposed at the next USAPA meeting, Melissa. I want to get your thoughts on this too. I think that you should be allowed to have a regular size paddle in your dominant hand and then one of those little mini paddles in your non-dominant hand. <laughs> and then maybe have a couple of mini paddles taped to each of your shoes to where if somebody hits something really low, you could sort of hacky sack it and pop it up. Yeah, could we yeah. attach like a, an armored vest to our uh, chest that's made of plastic so we can just start chest bumping stuff There too. we go. What do you think about these? What do you think about these important rules changes, Melissa? Oh, I, 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 all I can say is spectacle. <laughs> Maybe we'll try it on April Fool's Day next year, Chris. There we go. It's like it's like mixed martial arts, full contact pickleball. You got your full size paddle, your mini paddle, your two paddles on your feet, and you just go at it. And then overhead serves. We'll do overhead serves. What do you think about that, Ben? That would be interesting. <laughs> We'd see some uh, some crazy stuff if we started doing that. <laughs> What's something else, Ben, that you see uh, maybe when you're on the sidelines and you're thinking, oh, man, if I've seen one person do this, I've seen a thousand of them do it, and uh, they just need to stop doing it. Any common mistakes or anything like that? Yeah, actually, um, as a especially with lower level players, I'd say you know the three zero, the three five. I'd say probably the most common one is a three five player where they know they should be dinking, but they won't do it because they keep losing when they they do it. And this is because they don't have the reflexes or the anticipation, so that when another player that they're playing will just smack it right at them off their dink, they can't punish them for hitting a bad shot. So what what I see a lot is them reverting back to not playing the right way. And not learning to really learn, you need to you need to lose some. So take a step back to take two steps forward. You got to focus on what you know is best, not what's producing results at that moment. Uh, are you saying that's a bad? Those are bad habits that you need to learn the right way to play so you can advance up in skill. It, exactly, because to advance, say from a three-five to a four-zero, you're gonna need to start obviously dinking more, hitting more third drops. But say you can beat these other three-five players by not doing that and just just banging the ball or when you're dinking you're not good enough to punish them for not dinking the ball so you're just not you're not going to progress unless you get better at the thing you're not good at right now excellent point and you know ben maybe you hear this all the time but i often get asked you know the question what is it that i'm doing wrong or what is it that i need to do uh, to be able to improve my game at this level and prepare myself to advance to the next level and the answer to that it's definitely not always the same for each individual person yeah absolutely now let's talk about the U.S. Open real quick because that uh, we, we've we've been hearing what a, an awesome match that was the uh, the singles match between you and Kyle Yates the gold medal match and you wound up coming up on top of that match and uh, what was going through your head I guess maybe before during and after yeah it's a, it's it's real interesting to play against a friend that you play with all the time because you know each other's games so well and all that i'd say at that point i was i was just really really happy to be in the final so i was pretty high on just adrenaline and i was feeling pretty confident just because of how i was playing before this so really i, I just came out there swinging for the fences happy to play my game now in addition to the gold you won in men's singles pro you got uh silver men's 19 plus along with your partner robert elliott and uh, you were using the brand new engage elite pro paddle during the u.s open it's just coming out pre-orders are up on the website right now how long have you been playing with that paddle when did you switch over and why did you switch over 
Okay, let's see. So I was playing with the Encore <laughs> That's the eight-part eight yeah, question. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was playing with the Encore Pro before that. So I think I switched to the Elite Pro about three weeks before the U.S. Open. I think I had a, a prototype then, and they got me the approved paddles one day before singles. So I hit with the actual paddle I used just, just the day before, but I had wow. a prototype of it a couple of weeks before that a lot of players would say uh you know i don't want to switch a day before uh or even a week before um i'm just gonna wait and, and break it in a little while what was so great about it that you decided to go ahead and pull the trigger and switch over immediately yeah that, that's a great point just because uh like i do the same thing with tennis i hit with a rack and i'm like even though i like it i'm not there's no way i'm gonna switch because it's just you you can't depend on something that you have that you don't really really know with this paddle i kind of felt like it was it was similar to the encore pro and enough ways to where I wasn't going to get messed up by it. It really only had advantages on it that just gave me a, a, a few extra shots that I could hit and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was still in my comfort zone, but it was also better in, in some ways. Well, that sounds good. And if you want to check out the panel that Ben used and Brian Staub, a lot of other players used at US Open, the new Elite Pro, head over to EngagePB.com. That's EngagePB.com. Engage Pickleball proud sponsor of the Engage $100,000 World Series of Pickleball. Well, and I just want to point out too, Chris, that Ben won more than just those couple of medals. He also won bronze in men's pro, and he also won bronze in mixed 19 plus at uh, that event with Rachel Elliott and in the men's with Joey Farias. So I had an opportunity to see a bit of that Joey uh, Farias match that Ben was playing in and, and just phenomenal. I, I wished at that point I didn't have to work anymore and I could have just watched the rest of the match. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're awesome, man. It's so great to talk to you. And I really appreciate you making time for us today. And I know that you've got college coming up pickleball wise. What's coming up next for you? What does the rest of your 2017 look like? So for 2017, I have uh, SoCal coming up in uh, mid-June, so that's pretty soon. Then I'll have one in Bend, Oregon, the, the next PPF tournament. Mm -hmm. TOC, obviously that's one of the big ones. I'm considering this World Series of Pickleball. I, I might be there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a nice chunk of change, you know, to, to go off to college. We've got four events just like TOC. It's just men, women, under 50, over 50, and each of the divisions is going to split 25 five thousand dollars so yeah that would be awesome have you already uh you have a partner for nationals already yeah i'm playing with uh rafael siebenschein cool i think uh, i heard a rumor that uh he might uh, be getting closer and closer to the Asheville, north carolina area here shortly that is the rumor yeah i think the he and uh corinne are moving in um july uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. I just saw Corinne this past weekend, and they're still on track for that. So they will be uh, in the Carolinas. I think it's uh, Richmond College, I believe, in which Corinne will be teaching there just outside of Raleigh. Nice. All right. We're, we're adding some more weapons to the North Carolina pickleball arsenal. <laughs> those, those, those are some big weapons right there they you, are you just added, some nuclear added weapons a couple of bazookas to your arsenal <laughs> melissa what about you are you uh gonna be maybe at home for at least 24 to 36 hours uh in any given time in the next few weeks yeah this will be the longest stretch that i'll be home i'll be home for five weeks before i get off to the next event so 
that'll give me an opportunity to work on uh, a lot of things that we have going on. A lot of people don't necessarily maybe know what it takes to run a website like pickleballtournaments.com. It's not about just showing up at a tournament and uh, running an event. There's a lot of work involved in maintaining the website, implementing new things on the website, and we're uh, actively doing a lot of a lot of things that will we look forward to showing players and tournament directors uh, for the future through some support portal capabilities and some other new technologies that we will introduce over time. All right. Sounds good. And I've got to save now from personal experience because pickleballtournaments.com is powering the Engage $100,000 World Series of Pickleball. And I've been behind the scenes and using the software and everything. And it is awesome. It is so powerful and everything you think, oh, no, you know, my, you know, I need to do this. I wonder if there's a way to do that. And you look and whoop, yep, they've already thought of it. It's done. All you do is check this little box and it's all taken care of. From personal experience, do not even think of putting on a pickleball tournament without using pickleballtournaments.com. It is just great. So loving it, Melissa. Oh, thank you, Chris. Great to have you on board and uh, in there working on the system. And that is at pickleballtournaments.com. Of course, we'll link to it in the show notes. And Melissa, drive safely. Enjoy uh, your time actually at home in Arizona, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Glad to be here, Ben. It's been a pleasure to be here with you. Enjoyed it very much. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure, Ben. Talk to you soon. Wow, what an outstanding young man. You know, I'm 54. You talk to an 18-year-old like that and you think, there's hope. (laughs) Not just for pickleball, but for the world, for society in general. Great guy. Hey, head over to WSOPB.com. That is the home of the Engage $100,000 World Series of Pickleball. We want to see you here in Asheville, September 29th, 30th, October 1st. The largest cash prizes in pickleball history. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we definitely want you to be a part of it. Special shout out to everybody heading to Birmingham, Alabama this weekend for the National Senior Games. Best of luck to you all. I'm Chris Allen. This is the Pickleball Show. And until next week, keep them low. The Pickleball Show is brought to you by PBX Club. PBX stands for Pickleball Excellence. Join today and get the latest pickleball tips and strategies, news and opinion. Save money on paddles and other equipment with coupon codes to online pickleball retailers. Get travel discounts to tournaments and a whole lot more. How much does it cost to become a PBX Club member? Well, it's free. Just go to freepbxclub.com. That's freepbxclub.com. There's even a link in the show notes for this episode. FreePBXClub.com. PBX Pickleball Excellence. Join the club. It's free.